Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. This is where I give you news and views from a West Texan's a biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on this podcast this evening. It is March the 28th. That means it's Tuesday. And it was a beautiful cold day today but we're not complaining we're very thankful um for the sunshine that we got uh you guys we got a lot of stuff to talk about stuff that's not so great um to talk about but it does have to be covered it is the news it does show us where we're heading and that we are um heading towards the end days we're already in the end days but we see the the signs of the tribulation um ever so uh clearly now i mean they're just like it's like lit up in neon like you can see the sign ahead and this is tribulation great tribulation i mean I, I you can almost see it in bright pink that's my favorite color pink neon signs <laughs> um anyway you guys let's let's jump into some of these articles tonight um a lot of, lots to talk about um gonna go to harbinger's daily uh today and we're gonna talk um we're going to talk about a nation at a crossroads. The Nashville Christian school shooting is a commentary on the soul of America. We'll talk about that. That's from uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs. If you don't uh, know who Jack Hibbs, he's fantastic. He is the pastor of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. Um, they're in Chino Hills, Southern California. You know, definitely want to talk about that. Um, and go check him out. He's, uh, I do love him. He has a way with telling us about the tribulation. I'll tell you what. In uh, the coming tribulation and the rapture. Oh goodness, he's fantastic. Um, what else? War and peace. One one day God will be exalted among the nations. We may talk about that tonight if we have time, and if not, we'll get to it maybe tomorrow. I do want to tell you guys that Israel is on the verge of nearly like a civil war. So let's be praying for peace um, over there in uh, in Jerusalem, peace in Israel. And the Bible commands us actually to pray for the peace of jerusalem and when we pray for that we're actually paying for jesus to come back because the only time that israel will ever have peace is when christ comes back to rule and reign and so when we pray for peace in the middle east that's what we're praying for uh so what else we have going on today passing the buck that's by don perkins you can find that at compass.org we'll talk a little bit about that that's talking about the banks and stuff that we've gone over you know him you love him he is one of my all-time favorites Leo Homan, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. The One World Beast system is roaring into reality, but is anyone listening? No. No, Leo, they're not. We are. We as the remnant believers of Jesus Christ, Jesus' bride, the church, the true church of Jesus Christ, we are paying attention. We are watching. We are looking. Um, but the world, nah. The world is... Um, the world is ripe for the Antichrist. The world is ripe for the beast system. You see them. You see them today. They're ready for it. They're all like, give us a one world leader. Show us somebody, anybody who can bring peace and security. But they're not looking for Jesus Christ. They want a worldly leader. You know, like Trump. I know. I have friends that just love Trump. I know. I know. I don't trust him. Never have trusted him. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just throwing it out there. I was being honest. Anyway, we won't go on with that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk a little bit about this. So the Nashville mass murder shines spotlight on trans violence and its enablers. So a lot of people are, are talking about this. 
I personally think it's like a spiritual war going on. This kid, uh, I call her a kid, she's 28, attacked and murdered these Christians. One of them was the pastor's nine-year-old daughter, along with two other nine-year-old children. Uh, the principal, uh, a teacher, and a custodian. And we'll talk about each one of those uh, this evening on this podcast. And uh, we do know as Christians that they are in the presence of the Lord Jesus right now. And praise God for that. Uh, and the shooter, Audrey, who has the same name as my grandmother. My grandmother's name was Audrey. Is uh, in hell. Is in Hades now. Um, awaiting the great rot throne judgment. Where she will be thrown into the lake of fire. And uh, a lot of people are saying, yay, I'm glad they shot her dead. And yay. And, uh, you know, I kind of felt that at first, too. I was like, yeah, I'm so glad they shot her and, you know, killed her. Now she's, but then, you know, I got some conviction from the Holy Spirit. Jesus doesn't want anybody to perish. They want anybody to go to hell. He doesn't. And another thing I wanted to bring up. These people who are giving these children or women. I don't care. 28 year old to me is still a kid. Um, you know, giving these anybody. It doesn't really mean, but they're giving them these hormones, these drugs. And look, women are not supposed to have that much testosterone running through our bodies. Hello. There's a reason. Yeah. God created the female body different than the male body. And, um, but they're pushing these drugs on these people and they don't, they don't care what these people do. They don't care what these people do. Clearly, I'm telling you, if you're genders, whatever, if you think you're a man, whatever, there's something wrong with you. You need counseling. You need counseling. You don't need somebody to come along and tell you, oh yeah, you should be a man. Let's give you these drugs. No. No. And it's 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 a travesty. And I read you some of the texts that this this lady um, sent her friend right before she went and shot up the school and these kids and killed them. Um, it's uh it's quite disturbing. This whole thing is disturbing. And I, and all the people that knew her said they couldn't imagine that she had done something like this. They said she was the sweetest person. Even our LinkedIn page says she was a cat sitter. I mean, you know, and a graphic artist. But then you look at the stickers that she had on her rifle that she went in there and murdered those people. They all call them an assault rifle. These are not assault rifles. I, I would love for these these stupid mainstream media to go to school or take a couple gun classes so that they would know that these are not an assault rifle. I'm telling you, they're idiots. But now we have her mother, the mother of, of the shooter... Now we have her out here screaming for gun control. We need more gun control. No, honey. We don't need more gun control. You go to a Christian school. You need more security at your school. That's what you need. It would have only taken one person inside that school, at the front of that school, when she had to shoot through the glass to bust open and to get into that school. They would have shot her dead at the door. That would make a lot more sense, don't you guys think? Then we need to get rid of guns. No. One teacher with a gun. One administrator with a gun could have stopped this whole incident. And thank God for the responding police officers who got there less than 14 minutes and shot her dead. I'm sorry that this had to happen. She was used by Satan. She was used by him. I'm going to tell you something. If you are not a born-again, blood-bought born again bible believing christian 
in Christ all and I'm telling you if you're not you are going to be used by Satan in this world there's no you're either you're not you can't say that if you're not a Christian that well I'm not for Satan you are because your father is Satan the Bible's really clear about that you are either for Christ or you are for your father Satan you can't be you can't be in between you're either one or the other and I'm telling you, Satan is going to use all, he's using everybody he can. He is a murderer, you guys. He's come to kill, steal, and to destroy. And he's a liar. And he's been one from the beginning. And he's the father of all lies. So when these people are, are shot up in the school and these children are senselessly murdered by children themselves, oh, Satan loves that. Oh, yeah, he loves that. Folks. I'm telling you, we live in a very wicked, wicked world. If you need to get your butt, get your butt, or as Pastor Billy says, get your nose in your Bible. Stay in the Word of God. If you're a Christian, you can't be possessed or anything like that by a demon. If you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit lives in you. The Holy Spirit ain't giving up no room, okay? Don't anybody tell you that. There was one pastor that I used to follow, and a whole, I'm telling you, all these Bible uh prophecy teachers and all the you know the main ones all they all promote him and invite him to their conferences and and uh all he teaches and now i'm like no it just took me to listen one time he said the wrong thing i sent numerous emails trying to get some answers nobody could ever answer me nobody could ever tell me hey well i mean they agreed what he said was completely out way wrong but nobody ever called him on the carpet on it nobody ever called him out on it I never got any responses back. I sent out numerous responses. So, do I promote this person? No. Well, I'll tell you who he is now. But if you looked at my website for a long time, if you noticed a few years ago, well, not a few years ago, if you noticed several months ago, um, I took that person off of my um, website because uh, I could no longer promote him anymore. And I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> I won't do that. But just pay very close attention to who you're listening to that's all i got that, that's all i'll say on that because um and you know he might have not even meant to, i don't know he had a whole slideshow so i really can't say he didn't mean to say it i did want to say one thing um i do watch east new york i don't know if you guys have watched this on uh it's on prime i think it's on channel well my channel 10 <laughs> i don't know y'all's is um but it's really good i really like it and a lot of them actually were crosses um on the program i thought well that was neat um like on the neighborhood what's her name she wears a cross too uh but like my friends said this is because they wear a cross i knew but i want to tell you something on the latest program on sunday's program they actually was filming okay and they stopped stopped and it stops on you know what it stops on a sign there in new york and you know what it says it's like some graffiti it says jesus saves and it was there for at least three seconds and i was like well praise the lord i love that i love to see stuff like that so uh gotta give them props you know gotta gotta give them some that takes courage especially in that entertainment world that takes a lot of courage and i was like i was pretty pleased with that i was like well praise god but god get the glory for that but um uh, guys what's going on in this world today is wicked it's gonna be it's gonna be wicked and they're gonna pull all kinds of it she uses the her i don't give a crap what pronouns she was she's a woman she was a woman she was a young lady um taking who know and i don't know if she was taking hormones or not but you would, would assume 
when they say this trans crap you would assume and so now they're saying um, every day is a trans day of vengeance here's a big headline uh, this article is by Peter LaBarbera Peter LaBarbera uh, and you can find it at WND.com pray for this for Audrey's parents we need to pray for her family pray for her friends pray for that school pray for the community pray for that city pray for the officers who had to shoot her um you know pray for her friend that she texted um there's a lot you know they'll have to go through investigations on but one thing is clear from all the reports that i've read and uh i was going to read a lot of them on the air and i uh, and i decided you know no no i will tell you about the victims because that's the important thing they need to they need to be remembered their families need to be prayed for their friends need to be and those children that were in that school oh God, i can't even, can't even imagine the fear um oh i just can't um we need to pray for them this whole thing is tragic and we need to pray for them one thing is for sure one thing i've noticed and it, it even highlights it in one article she was going to target another school target i'm guessing it was probably a christian school she did not uh you know why she didn't target that school why she didn't go through with it because of the security and she even made notes on that on her little plans it even said they had too much security and so she went to the other school her old school so what does that tell you what do you think they hire as security folks what you think they pay all that money you think they pay all this security's not cheap you guys we're not cheap and uh because we work you know it works we deter criminals we enforce safety and security that's what we do um by almost any means necessary depends on what level you are but if that school had one veteran standing outside that school or even sitting in the parking lot one veteran could have shot her dead and nothing would ever happen to those children so you know, when you have all the people screaming for gun control oh, gun control we need to take off let me tell you something bad people will still get guns that's how this happens they you think they're gonna abide by the law what are the liberals and their little rape whistles you know just blow the whistle and they'll leave you alone really <laughs> no shove a nine millimeter up there you know and then they'll leave you alone i'm just saying texas we love our guns you know why because we can hunt with them we can you know go out and shoot a deer you know we can skin it and gut it and do all that stuff and you know have some jerky <laughs> or we can protect ourselves with our firearms and that's what they're mainly for is to protect also in the state of texas we can protect other people with firearms and so when you go into schools like that there's a couple schools here in texas in the panhandle where i live and they actually have signs posted outside their school armed teachers our teachers are armed so you tell me is this a person like this lady um audrey which is usually there's not very many mass murders that are female i'll tell you that so she kind of you know was very rare anyway but just take what are these other guys and say there was you know there were 61 school shootings last year 61 that was 2021 61 school shootings folks 
Mm. I want you guys, that's like, what, six? Almost nearly like, what, five a month or something? That is unbelievable, you guys. That's unbelievable. Now, you imagine if 61 of those schools, if just one of those schools had a, an officer outside that door, at the front of the door, at all entry points of that school, they had an officer or a security officer, an armed, armed guard, armed teacher, armed principal, who, whatever, how many of those could have been prevented before they even happened? I don't know. I'm guessing 61 of them. That's just my thoughts. But I wanted to throw that up there because um, you can talk gun control until the cows come home, and that's not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything. You need more security. That's what you need. And uh, here we go. The public discussion of trans active activist violence did not sit well with LGBT sympathizers, including many in the media, who enable it by looking the other way. Few journalists were as blatant as Orion Rumler, a former Axios reporter and self-described trans man, he, him, who tweeted, several conservatives and far-right media figures are using the Nashville shooters reported transgender identity to shift the conversation away from gun control. Key to note, the shooter's gender identity is not clear right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's clear, buddy. And, of course, you move on down here, and it says, Rumler's tweet was retweeted by the National Lesbian and Gay Journalists Association, or the NLGJ, all these alphabet numbers, man, um, a professional organization for the LGBTQ+. You know what that means, right? Pedophiles and all kinds of crap. The plus part. Mm-hmm. Makes me sick. Um, they recently added the plus. There you go. That's in quote. That's in print. There he goes. Um, that has outsized influence in media circles. Even Fox News has funded that same group for more than two decades. So it's because you wouldn't know it by following mainstream media, but trans-oriented violence and free speech crushing a radicalism that surrounds it crops up often enough that it is starting to get serious attention. And even media coverage. What follows are some examples. A British feminist... And anti-trans anti -trans activist Kelly J. Keen Munchel, um, who goes by the name of Posey, po Posey Parker, was shouted down by a pro-trans mob that effectively took over a Let Women Speak rally in New Zealand, forcing her to be led away by police. In the melee, one protester, a biological man in a dress, uh, poured tomato juice on the 70-year-old Parker's head when she arrived onto the speaker's platform. And you can watch that on the video if you want to go to WNT.com to check that out. It says, later, another punched Parker repeatedly in the face. She is 70 years old. And this is how these people treat other people. This is... I mean, after Haley's or Hale's uh, mass shooting, former Trump advisor and MAGA conservative icon Sebastian Gorka tweeted out a photo of Minnesota Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, a member of the Democratic Farmer Labor Party, proudly displaying her shirt that read Protect Trans Kids. In between the words protect and trans is a picture of a stiletto knife. I couldn't make this stuff up. Gorka's tweet read, This is Peggy Flanagan, Minnesota's Lieutenant Governor. Hey, at Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, are you wearing this shirt today? And right there it is protect, pro protect, and there's a knife, and then trans kids. This is citizen journalist Andy Ngo, or Andy Ngo, 
um, author of Unmask Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy, tweeted after Hale's murderous shooting, uh, shooting spree in recent months rhetoric about carrying out revenge and vengeance on society for some states restricting the medical transitioning of minors has surged. Through my reporting on Antifa, I've long observed that disproportionate numbers of violent Antifa members are trans still their rhetoric has become more openly violent recently as they feel emboldened by democrats and the mainstream left yes folks the majority of those antifa were transgendered females they were females but they're probably taking testosterone it's just mm. So, quote, many trans activists, often the same ones who want police abolished, have taken to social media to mourn the shooter's death. He wrote in a tweet accompanying the police body cam footage showing cops neutralizing him. Uh, Neil treated, uh, tweeted out a post-Nashville statement by the Radical Left Trans Resistance Network mourning the death of the uh, hashtag Nashville Christian School mass shooter. The statements say there were two tragedies, the murder of the children and school staff and and uh, also that of Aubrey Aiden. Her name was Aubrey. Get real people. Hale, who it warns should not be misgendered. She, she, her name, she is a she. Ahead of the mass shooting, trans activists had urged vengeance against Tennessee and conservatives for banning the medical transitioning of children, he wrote. Do you see this, guys? Think about it. They are all about violence. They are all about violence. And this is what this is all about. And then you got to wonder. I mean, is this part of their vengeance against Christians? Or anybody that would go against them destroying children's lives by giving them these drugs and surgeries? So here's one. Uh, it says, this is uh, Andy's tweet. And it says, hate has consequences. Radical uh, hashtag trans activist group the trans resistance network has released a statement warning the death of the nashville christian school mass shooter the shooter the statement says there were two tragedies the murder of the children's school staff and also that of of course the shooter and here it is right here and i'm not going to read it because i'm just not going to give them any credit uh, the statement uses male pronouns for hell as well as her male trans name aiden Quote, we point out today's incident in Nashville, Tennessee is not one tragedy, but two, says the statement. And I quote, the first tragedy today is the loss of life of three children and adults. We extend our deepest sympathies and heartfelt prayers to those families dealing with the loss of loved ones. We mourn you. We mourn with you. And then it says, quote, the second and more complex tragedy is that Aiden or Aubrey Hill who felt he had no other effective way to be seen than to lash out by taking lives of others and by consequences himself is a female. Her name, hmm, guys, it makes me sick. We remind the news media to respect the self-identified pronouns of transgender individuals who come across your desk. Aiden Hale self-identified with he, him pronouns on forwarding facing sites. Makes me absolutely sick. These people are wicked they are so wicked that this is all they care about. He was a he. Honey, he is in hell right now. Whether it's a she or a he or whatever you want to call her, she is in hell. They need to wake up. My God has given them a chance to repent of their wickedness 
ask Christ to forgive them, believe God raised him from the dead, and cry out to him to save them. Transgenocide, it says. The timing of a frenzy transactivist event in Washington, D.C. could not have been worse or better in terms of publicity. For the group organizing it, a heretofore little-known outfit called the Trans Radical Activist Network, or TRAN, the event still slated for Saturday, April 1st, in front of the U.S. Supreme Court is called the Trans Day of Vengeance. The use of the term vengeance has caused concern so much so that Twitter moderators worked to stop its circulation in the aftermath of the Nashville School Horror. On trans website, a graphic for the upcoming protest contains the hashtag StopTransGenocide. Tran may not be a large organization, but its revengeful slogan is being repeated by other trans militants on social media. Every day is a trans day of vengeance said one graphic complete with a hand holding a knife and you can see it right here it's not pretty folks anti-trans advocate Elise Mond Mondegreen substack gender hacked reprints several extreme pro-violence trans graphics and photos in her substack article Tuesday one shows a rifle juxtaposed with a transgender pride flag over the words defend equality Another shows several presumably self-identified trans women holding baseball bats as if for used to beat opponents. One bat is lined with the colors of the rainbow flag. Another photo shows a trans protest against TERFs or trans exclusionary radical feminists. One side reads decapitate TERFs. Why don't you just bring y'all's little butts on down here to the south and we'll see who gets decapitated. Folks, this, this, this is what they're doing. They are promoting violence. And I have no doubt, I have no doubt that that's what that kid or that young lady did to, today or yesterday. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. It's part of their wicked plan. She was sucked into it. All They are living because the world tells them, Satan tells them that it's okay. And they've been indoctrinated since they were kids. And the whole of society and culture are telling these folks that this is okay. But you can't be a Christian and tell them about the love of God, the love of Jesus Christ. Oh, no. You can't tell them. You can't offer them counseling, Christian counseling. Oh, no. No. That's hate. Really? Mm-mm-mm. She, she went to a Christian school. So I can't say she's probably never heard the gospel. I'm sure she has heard the gospel. She went to the Christian school at Covenant's Christian school. Oh, folks. So it says, this is what it looks like when a subculture makes victimization and violence directed at the self or against perceived enemies. Central to the group's identity, uh, mythologize suicide and martyrdom, and you will recruit suicides and martyrs to your cause. And that's terrifying monitoring rights. Folks, it's happening. This is what's going on. And it's. It is truly. Devastating. Devastating for all. Anyway. The one world of peace system is roaring into reality. But is anyone listening? This is Leo Homan. H-O-H-M-A-N-N dot com. Don't forget. His book Stealth Invasion. Um, was banned. 
was banned on Amazon, although it's been around since 2017 for hate speech against Muslims. You can still get it at barnesandnoble.com. Barnesandnoble.com. Go check it out. So as J.P. Morgan becomes the latest to roll out invasive point-of-sale biometric plan, payment plan, following Visa, MasterCard, and Amazon. While Americans get increasingly hypnotized by the 2024 election coverage, uh, where are their uh, where are, where, where all they're hearing about is the theatrics surrounding Donald Trump. The globalists and technocrats are moving uh, rapidly to install a new global economic order that will outmaneuver the political system and enslave humanity. Trump is the perfect polarizing figure to distract Americans at this key moment in history. Keep your gaze on him and you're guaranteed to miss uh, the bigger picture. Kind of like the balloon, the balloon. The plane, the plane. Anyway, uh, so this has to do with the fast approaching beast system, which is marching us toward World War III in economic slavery through cashless payment system, 24-7 biometric surveillance, and even death. Yes, World War III and mRNA injections will provide the global culling of human populations that Bill Gates, Henry Kissinger, the Rockefellers, and other powerful interests have been advocating for decades. With that background, let's get to the main point of this article. He says cashless electronic payment systems that feed on your personal biometric data. Last week, we learned that the restaurant chain Panera Bread is rolling out a new biometric payment option uh, offered by Amazon where customers have their palms scanned with no cash or credit cards necessary. JP Morgan has announced it's also rolling out a new biometric payment system with plans to make it available to all the retail businesses it deals with. And the wide reports this, and I quote, after a month of banking turmoil around the world, the American megabank JP Morgan announced earlier this week the launch of a pilot program for a new facial recognition payment platform. Uh, which they plan to franchise to other banks and businesses to use. Other credit card companies have introduced similar types of payment systems, such as Visa's contactless payment and facial recognition system for last year's FIFA or the, the, the World Cup in Qatar, or MasterCard's Smile to Pay feature. On his website, Visa invites us to learn how to tap to pay with its contactless payment systems. Apple has offered biometric logins for its cell phones for several years, and now you can just point your phone or your Apple Watch to some of these systems, and bingo, uh, you're ready to check out. You can see on his website the long list of retail participants in Visa's contactless system, which is McDonald's and Aldi, Costco, CBS, 7-Eleven, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Office Max, Whole Foods, etc. Should I say liberal, liberal, liberal companies? Hmm. Anyway, we'll just move right along. Now, I'm sorry, guys. I, I have to I have to divulge. I've got to admit it. they got to confess. I use Apple Pay. Oh! the horror i know <laughs> i do i tap my phone i'm sorry i know it's terrible anyway so visa explains this system as follows contactless payments are transactions made by tapping either a contactless card or payment enabled mobile or wearable device over a contactless enabled payment terminal cards phones watches and other devices use the same contactless technology when you tap to pay checkout is secure and convenient I have to admit it kind of is. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not the mark of the beast, folks. <laughs> anyway, but we are moving towards that. We're definitely moving towards that. So anyway, every time corporate America rolls out a new technological advancement, the selling point is always the same. It's always more safe, secure, and convenient. 
I know. J.P. Morgan expounded on its new contactless payment system. I mean, a March 23rd uh, press release, and it says J.P. Morgan will begin piloting biometric-based payments with select retailers in the U.S. This is the first pilot solution to launch from J.P. Morgan's payments new commerce solution suit of products dedicated to helping merchants adapt to the rapidly evolving payments landscape. Its biometric-based payment pilot includes palm and face identification for payments, authentication in-store and works on all or works on an enroll capture authenticate pay basis global biometrics payments are expected to reach 5.8 trillion dollars and 3 billion with the b users by 2026 according to good uh, intelligence jp morgan payments biometrics pilot offering should allow for fast secure and a simple checkout experiences for its merchants customers delivering a modern payments experience to enhance customer loyalty as the leading global merchant acquire jp morgan payments is uniquely positioned to enable this solution to meet shopper expectations without compromising security and reliability gene or jean-marc theme point head of omnichannel solutions for jp morgan payments stated and i quote at its heart biometric based payments empowers our merchant clients to deliver a better customer payment experience we are a trusted payments provider and financial institution worldwide and fully equipped to manage the highly secure identification points that power biometric solutions the evolution of consumer technology has created new expectations for shoppers and merchants need to be ready to adapt to these new expectations. Ha <laughs> yes, Leo says. You can read between the lines of that statement and hear what he's really saying. Get ready to adapt, you peasants, because the cashless society is here whether you like it or not. And J.P. Morgan will run his first pilot programs with brick and mortar stores in the U.S. and potentially including the Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix, uh, which is planning to be the first Formula One race to pilot biometric-based payments to provide guests with a faster checkout experience. It's always faster, folks. Everything's got to be faster. If the pilot program is successful, then a wider rollout will be launched for the U.S. merchants, clients in 2024, J.P. Morgan said. Beware of these contactless payment systems. The globalists not only want to remove the cash from your wallet, they also want to remove the credit card, debit cards, and eventually even your cell phone from your pocket the uh, as a wef advisor you know yuval harari yuval noah harari us useless eaters um has already warned us the next stage in the global technocracy movement is for 24 7 surveillance tools to go under the skin leo says i'm old enough to remember when debit cards were controversial and now we're scanning people's body parts as a mode of payment this is just part of the long planned decremental evolution toward the full-on cashless society that conspiracy theorists have been warning about since at least the 1980s they were not wrong they were just ahead of their time the way to defeat this beast or at least to slow it down is not politically through human messiah figures but personally through our own human agency we must resolve to never comply with these systems do you hear any political candidate talking about the dark side of the of digital do you hear any of them talking about the privacy destroying smart uh city technology that is being installed in cities worldwide i do have to ask this marco rubio yes and senator ted cruz from texas yes are talking about that 
Anyway, sorry, Leo. Anyway, back to the article. So, do you hear any discussing the dangers of digital vaccine passports, uh, which were endorsed by the G20 nations at the end of last year? No, I don't either. And that includes Trump. Sorry, Leo, but I do have to throw out a couple names here. Yes. So, yeah, Senator Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, um, a couple other um, senators have actually tried to pass bills to stop this. So, thank God for those few that we do have that are standing up. Can they make a difference? I don't know. We got to keep praying um, that this does not go through. But anyway, I see the sealed. I see. I see the. I, I, I just see our 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 destination is doomed. Uh, one, the Bible says it is. But how soon? We don't know. But one thing is for sure, Trump has already, dr- uh, Trump, I'm sorry, Biden has already drug us in to the World Health Organization Treaty. And so their next virus that they unleash or whatever they come up with or whatever, they can shut down everything. And I have a feeling it'll happen between our 2024 elections here in the United States. Um, that something like that's going to happen. But, you know, I'm just telling you, this is, that that's already sealed our deal. That took away our that took away our sovereignty, and a lot of people here in the United States don't realize that. Um, but you will soon enough. But anyway, the article continues. Leo says we will never vote our way out of this system, not by electing Trump or DeSantis or anyone else. We already tried that Messiah thing. Remember, voting is good, but voting only represents a very small portion of our civic duty, and we must not let ourselves be consumed by the theater that surrounds the election processes, especially presidential elections. He said instead, he said, I would posit that we must, as individuals, decide now whose kingdom we wish to be a part of. We can stay inside the worldly beast system, enjoying its temporary safety, security, and conveniences only to pay the piper later by going down with this corrupt system and when it meets the inevitable demise. Or we can opt out of the system, a decision that we that will at some point invite the wrath of the world system, which is operated by Luciferian globalist predators. These predators accept or these predators cannot accept that some people just want to be left alone, living free and independent of their transhumanist technology and dehumanizing of pharmaceutical um, products. By making our stand against these global predators now, we can send them a message that they won't rule over us. They won't subjugate us, at least not by enticing us to willingly walk into our own captivity. Just say no to biometric payments, digital payment apps, electric cars, wearable tech smart cities mrna injections lab grown meat and all the rest of the deceitful illusions that make up the matrix uh once again folks that was leo homan h-o-h-m-a-n-n.com you can check him out and he is 100 percent independent and reader supported he goes meaning he relies on donations from us uh to keep going with his full-time research and analysis and he does, he says, he realized times are tough, but donations are way down this year, he says. And if enough readers chipped in even a small amount, he said it would put us back on sound footing for the rest of the year. You guys, you can send donations via snail mail to In Care Of, uh, Leo Homan, P.O. Box 291, Noonan, Georgia. That's N-E-W-N-A-N, Georgia, zip code 30264. Or you can also give electronically if you want to go to his uh, website, um, leohoman.com, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com, and you can donate now on his button there, folks. Um, I would, you know, go show him some love if you could. I uh, get a lot of, lot of great articles and a lot of great information. He has a lot of research, um, and so got to show him some love. Um, anyway, um, 
Man, I tell you what, with that, guys, a lot of stuff going on, lots of stuff going on. But this this whole shooting thing, I think, is only going to get worse. Things are only going to get worse. But, um, you know, just, just remember when they're doing this trend, just remember this whole vengeance, whatever thing that they've got planned. But we as Christians, we as Christians are not to fight evil with evil. We you know what they say, don't. The Bible says, don't don't fight evil with evil. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Um, that's what God says. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. So, and I think David, the psalmist, said, when we pray for them, you know, we heap coals of fire upon their heads. So, uh, I'm not going to go any further with that one. But we see what they got planned. They got, they. it seems to me that they're going to take this out on christians on churches on pastors whatever anybody that stands in their way to stop them whatever wickedness or perpetrating this evil upon our children and upon folks that uh that are lost and confused um yeah so they're gonna uh they're gonna come after us with violence and uh like you said like these articles say a lot of those antifa if you remember correctly, they destroyed seven miles of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, the outright violence, the anger, the wickedness that went on there. Um, parts of Portland, Oregon that they renamed. Wasn't that in Oregon? It's craziness. This absolute just lawlessness. Well, now they're advocating this lawlessness by this tra- every day is trans vengeance day. So... Folks, head on a swivel. That's what we say in the workplace. Head on a swivel. Uh, stay alert. Be alert. Uh, wherever you are, whether you're in church, grocery stores, uh, wherever you are, sitting in your car. Let me, women, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you. I'm just going to throw this out there. This is a freebie. No, let me tell you. I, I know. I'm guilty of it myself. We women, I don't know why we do it. We sit in our cars. I, I don't know why. Let me tell you something. Do not sit in your car. When you get back from grocery shopping, clothes shopping, whatever you're doing, work, I don't, I don't care, whatever you're doing, as soon as you pull up into your driveway, uh, parking lot, apartment, wherever you live, get out of your car, go inside. Don't sit there looking at your phone. Don't sit there, whatever. Don't stay in your vehicle. Don't become a target. Don't be a victim. I'm just giving you that for free. Um, that happens more than you think. More than you think. And as you're sitting there, in your vehicle looking at your phone you're not paying attention to your surroundings and uh thieves look for stuff like that there's a lot of wicked evil people in this world lots more now than has ever been before and um the bible said it's only going to get worse than it is so please please you get home turn the car off take your purse go inside just you know if you can get you a handgun get you a handgun carry that gun with you grip you pepper spray Get you a knife. I don't care whatever you take. Get you something to defend yourself with. Men, you too. Um, if you don't know about firearms, take some classes. They're very cheap. Very cheap. You can go to any instructor. Uh, most times, you, where I'm from, sheriffs here, like in Vega, the small town, their sheriff actually does a, a concealed carry class. So, um, anyway, um, with that, guys, it's now it's called LTC because in Texas you can uh, carry. Um, it's called permitless carry um, but it's still good to go and take the class to get your license. But anyway, with that, guys, I digress. Uh, so much is going on. Um, so I'm going to move down here, and it says, Who was the shooter in the Nashville uh, attack? This article is an MSN article. 
And I think I'm just going to go ahead and read this article for you. The story is about Rachel Sharp, and it was posted at The Independent. Uh, reposted here on MSN.com. Audrey Hill. What we know about the Nashville school shooter. And it's got some good points in this, guys. Um, a heavily armed 28-year-old killed six people at a Nashville elementary school in a devastating mass shooting on Monday morning. Murdered them. Audrey Hill, a former student at the elementary school, allegedly entered the Covenant School in Nashville, Tennessee, just after 10 a.m. There's no allegedly to it. Shows her on video. Anyway, inside, the shooter opened fire on students and staff, killing six victims. Nine-year-old Lev, Evelyn, Haley, William, all were aged nine. Haley was actually the daughter of the pastor of Covenant Church. Head of the school, Catherine Coons, was 60 years old. Cynthia Peake was 61. And Mike Hill was one of the custodians, and he was 61. All died in the attack. Two responding police officers shot the suspect dead. And this is what we know. So who was the shooter in the Nashville attack? My thing is, who were the, who were the victims? That's what we need to focus. Nashville police said on Monday the shooter was 28-year-old Audrey Elizabeth Hale. Police have identified the suspect shooter by their name at birth. Hale reportedly was a transgendered man who used the he-him pronouns. Though law enforcement officials initially described the suspect as a woman, because it is a woman, um, in the aftermath of the shooting, police did not provide another name, but on the suspect's social media accounts, they referred to them as, I don't really care what it refers to herself as. We're just going to say it was a she, because that's what she is. Metro uh, Nashville Police Chief John Drake sent a press conference on Monday that Hale once attended the school. An illustrator and graphic designer who attended Nazi College of Art, Hale does not appear to have any criminal record prior to Monday's massacre. Neighbors have revealed their shock at Monday's attack, describing Hale as a normal, quiet person from a family without any apparent interest in guns. And here's a picture of her. If I had to imagine, Audrey's parents are probably just as shocked as everybody in the neighborhood is. It just doesn't seem real, Sean Brashers told the Daily Beast. There's nothing that would have led me to believe that she was capable of such a thing or that she or anybody in that family would have access to, much less ever used a gun. They just don't seem like that, like the family that like is around guns. They're not talking about going to a gun range or, or they're not going hunting, unquote. Another neighbor, Sandy Jerome, said, I do know Audrey. I've known her since she was a baby. I had uh, just gotten out of the shower when all this started happening. Um, I didn't really know anything more than that. Something was going on next door. It's just a tra it's just tragic for everybody. The sweet children that were hurt killed the adults. All of it, unquote. Asked if there were any warning signs. She said, quote, never. She was very sweet. I don't know what happened. It's very scary, unquote. Another neighbor described hell as coming from a, quote, great family, unquote. Uh, quote, this is a great family and it's a tragedy, uh, they told NBC News. A LinkedIn account suggests Hale was an illustrator and a graphic designer based on or based in uh, Nashville. The account says Hale was working for AH Illustrations and had previously been an illustrator at Nazi College of Art. And who really cares? So, um, how did the shootings unfold? Hale arrived at the school campus in her Honda Fit with uh, security footage capturing the vehicle driving through the parking lot, blah, blah, blah. Like, really? Like that's necessary. Police said Hale was able to then forcibly enter the school door on the first floor of Covenant where shots were fired before moving to an upper level. Uh, folks, she shot through the doors to getting access to the school. The school was locked, but she did fire through the window, shatter it, was able to enter the school that way. 
Uh, the first call to 911 about shots being fired came at 10:13 a.m. And here's a I'm mean, gonna the pictures graphic shows her um, in the corridor. Mm. When officers rushed to the campus, the shooter opened fire on arriving police from a uh, uh, from a window in the second floor. Officers entered the building, and began clearing the building. Police said while clearing the building, officers heard shots fired on the second level and moved to the second level, uh, second floor common area where they encountered hell. Police said. Um, two officers opened fire and fatally shooting her. Uh, Monday's tragedy unfolded over roughly 14 minutes. <clears throat> 14 minutes. Late on Monday night, police released around two minutes of edited surveillance video showing the killer's car driving up to the school from multiple angles, including one in which children can be seen playing on swings in the background. Hmm. Next, an interior view shows the glass doors to the school being shot out and the shooter <clears throat> ducking through one of the shattered doors. More footage from inside shows the shooter walking through a corridor, holding a gun with a long barrel, and walking into a room labeled Church Office, then coming back out. In the final part of the footage, the shooter can be seen walking down another long corridor with a gun drawn. So I'm guessing when she went into the church office is when she shot the principal. And, um, I just, folks, this is devastating. Nashville Police John Drake uh, did not say what drove the killer to open fire, but he provided chilling examples of the killer's elaborate planning for the attack. In the course of their investigation, officers discovered manifesto-like writings and apparent research into the facilities and entry points at Covenant. The shooter had drawn a detailed map of the building and conducted surveillance before carrying out the massacre, police said. And there's a picture of the children that have been evacuated. Gosh, we have a manifesto. We have some writings that we're going over that pertain to this date, the actual incident. He told reporters we have a map drawn out how it was all going to take place. She said, uh, he said in an interview with NBC News, that investigators believe the killer had some resentment for having to go to that school. Apparently she didn't want to go to a Christian school. Writings recovered from hell also revealed uh, that the attack was calculated and planned. The chief told NBC the manifesto indicates there was going to be shootings at multiple locations and that the school was one of them. He said the Covenant School was singled out for the attack, but that the individual victims were targeted at random. At random. How do you shoot an innocent child possessed by demons? Something I can think of. The police chief said on Monday that officers have looked into a vehicle and an address linked to the 28-year-old at Hill's home. Authorities seized sawed-off shotgun, a second shotgun, and other evidence, police said. Investigators have also spoken with Hill's father. Uh, police said the the police said the Covenant School, the private Christian elementary, was the only school targeted, but listen to this, folks. But the suspect had been considering targeting another location, which was not identified. Hill apparently decided not Two, because of the level of security around that location. Right now, we believe it was a lone assailant. We don't anticipate any further damage at this time. But listen to it. She apparently was going to target other schools, but she didn't because of the level of security around that location. Folks, if anything stands out in this story, is right there. That police officers, security officers, um, veterans, military, whatever, standing guard at schools, providing security for these schools on the perimeter and the inside makes a huge 
difference makes a huge difference i can't i can't expound on that enough but that folks she would have never gotten into that school never gotten into that school if there would have been an armed guard there this wouldn't have happened they would have killed her anyway of course she didn't have a previous criminal record we don't really care i'm not even going to go into the weapons um that she used but there was one that said hell she had wrote hell on it these evil stickers um she even has her name carved into one mm. big thing i wanted to talk about on this i was going to scroll down um is uh, of course there's no warning now listen to this 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 is a friend that she supposedly was instagramming before she went in and uh just listen to this story this part of the story um, Hale's chilling final messages have now come to light, issuing a dark warning to a friend that something bad is about to happen, and quote, just minutes before the shooting unfolded. Hale sent a series of direct messages to friend Evriana Patton via Instagram on Monday morning. In the harrowing messages uh, sent at 9.57 a.m., Hale revealed plans to die by suicide, telling Miss Patton, quote, this is my last goodbye, unquote, and that she would soon be reading about it, quote, on the news after I die, unquote. Uh, unquote one day this will make more sense unquote hell wrote and then she also continued and she wrote i've left behind more than enough evidence behind but something bad is about to happen unquote just 16 minutes later at 10 13 a.m law enforcement received the first 911 call reporting shots fired inside the covenant school in the messages shared with a uh, news channel 5 hell wrote quote so basically that post i made on here about you that was basically a suicide note she goes on to say, quote, I'm planning to die today, and in all caps, this is not a joke. You'll probably hear about me on the news after I die, unquote. And here's a picture of her um, with a little bow in her hair. She looks pretty normal. Um, but then again, you get into this ideology and all this stuff there. Mm -mm. anyway she goes, she continued, quote, this is my last goodbye. I love you, heart emoji. See you again in another life, Audrey parentheses aiden unquote honey you're not gonna see her in another life you are in hell and uh unless your friend's going to hell i don't think you'll be seeing each other in hell anyway miss Patton, a former middle school basketball teammate of hell uh who shared the messages with news channel 5 responded telling her friend you have so much more life to live unquote hell wrote back saying that i just need to die and that my family doesn't know what i'm about to do unquote Miss Patton told uh, News Channel 5 that she contacted the Suicide Prevention Helpline at 10.08 a.m. to try to get her friend help. Quote, Audrey has shared with others that she had been suicidal in the past, and I knew to take this serious, unquote, Patton said. Then at 10.13 a.m., Miss Patton said she called the Nashville-Davidson County Sheriff's Office to tell them about the situation. She said she was told to contact Nashville's non-emergency number. That very same minute, her former teammate was allegedly carrying out a mass shooting at the elementary school. I called Nashville's non-emergency line at 10.14 a.m., and was on hold for nearly seven minutes before speaking with someone who said that they would send an officer to my home, she said. At 3.29 p.m., an officer finally came to her home to speak to her, she said. By that point, she had learned from the news and from friends uh, what Hale had done. She goes, after phone calls from friends and Audrey's name was released as a shooter at the Covenant Nashville School, I learned that Audrey was the shooter 
and that she had reached out to me prior to the shooting, Miss Patton said. My heart is with all the families affected, and I'm devastated by what has happened. Miss Patton said uh, that she believes there could have been more urgency from authorities when she contacted them about the chilling messages from hell. Isn't that the truth? But with that, guys, I think I'm going to get off of here this evening. Um, but I did want to get on and uh, just talk a little bit about what's going on because I know it's all over the news and uh, it is quite devastating and disturbing that these things are going on. The Bible says um, in Timothy that the evil is just going to wax worse and worse. And so it's only going to get worse. These things are only going to increase. And um, that's a sad that's a sad part about living in the end days. But the other good thing about living in the end days is that one thing we know for sure is the Bible is 100% accurate. God told us these things so that we would know what's coming. We would know what we're living in and how we should prepare and what we should be doing. First, we should be looking for the return of our great God and Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, to come and take us out of here. And I think, I think he's making this world worse and worse and worse because, you know, sometimes... You know, years ago, probably 20 years ago, I talked to my friends. Like, oh, you know, we want to raise our kids. And, you know, we want to do all this stuff before the Lord comes back. And, you know, we want to want to travel and you know, like all this stuff. Right. And now I talk to those same friends like, come, Lord Jesus, come. You know, they're like, there's nothing on this earth worth living. You know, there's nothing us for to us to hold on to this world for. There's there's nothing left. And, um. And I don't know if it's because I'm older or what, but, you know, I, I felt that way for years. You know, uh, things have been getting bad for a long, long, long time. And I think it really dawned on me about 2004 or so that things were really, really getting getting bad. And of course, from then till now, holy moly, um, just from like 2020 till now, things have exploded. Evil has rampant lawlessness. Um, but it's all setting up... Uh, for the the second coming of christ and uh the rapture comes before that and so the tribulation happens after the rapture and uh, we see these signs coming and they're here everything is here the the lawlessness the violence everything that's going to happen that's in second thessalonians that talks about that uh but the man of perdition the man of sin that man of lawlessness will not be revealed until it's like the Holy Spirit is removed till the church is removed. And then that man of lawlessness will be revealed. And so, you know, if things are so evil now. Can you imagine how much more evil that's going to be when we're out of here? So what can we do? We can pray. We can get on our knees and we can pray. We can pray uh, against the darkness. We need to pray for people to get saved. Pray for people to hear about Jesus. Hear the gospel. That's all that's going to save these people. This world, this world is on its way out. <laughs> the Bible even tells us that. The Bible tells us that. So we know that that's going to happen. And I always like those all millennial churches and all these churches out there like, well, you know, we've got to make the earth perfect so that Christ can come back. I'm like, what Bible are you reading? <laughs> that's not the Bible I'm reading. That must have been that other Bible. I don't know. But no, that's no, that's not what the Bible teaches. About this, this world is going to get so evil and so bad that Christ has to come back. Um, so yeah, He has to destroy those who are destroying the earth. And when you think about the times that are coming quickly, 
you don't want to be here for that. You don't want to be here for that tribulation. And we see how evil it is now and wicked it is now. And it's only going to compound and get exponentially worse. So we should be looking up for the Lord Jesus to come and take us home. And we need to be praying for our family. We need to pray for our friends. We need to pray for our communities, our leaders, for the lost, that they would get saved. That's that's what counts. I always say you have, you know, you got an eternal decision to make. Because when you close your eyes for the last time here on earth and you wake up, you will either wake up to Hades or hell or you're going to wake up in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Where do you want to wake up? I know where I want to wake up. I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh, that's what I want to hear. I know that's what you want to hear too. And I just want to, whatever I do, I just want to glorify the Lord. And um, I know you guys do as well. Once again, I, I thank you guys so much for contacting me and reaching out and uh, encouraging and the emails. I love them. And, uh, I'll tell you, and you ask me questions, I love that, and I'll tell, like, if I don't know, I'll tell you what, you know, y'all know, have written me, I will, I will research and find it, um, and if I can't find it, then, you know, I'll do whatever I can to point you in the right direction, um, but, uh, the one that asked for the church, uh, churches in their home, that was a good one, a hometown, um, you know, if you, I was gonna tell you, if you're listening tonight, um, if you if those churches don't work out, you can always contact um, Pastor Billy Crone at Sunrise Bible Church, and they will send you information. And you can actually uh, do a home church, and they do all the teaching for you. And uh, that would be pretty neat there out in Florida. That'd be kind of cool um, if you could do that. I mean, you could start a home church um, and and grab some grab some folks. And uh, I think that would be a blessing, especially if there's not any good churches in your area. Um, Pastor Billy Crone and his staff and all the pastors there are well, well equipped and they've been doing this um, all over the country. There's a guy, um, I think it was in Australia, I think Australia and uh, Pastor Billy actually flew over there um, to go and help him get started. And so um, reach out to Sunrise Bible Church, go to getlifemedia.com and shoot them an email. And if you can't find those churches that were listed um, from uh, uh, Spencer Smith, um, he's got a, a, a website they, they set up for that. And those are uh, fundamental Baptist churches. You know, so I know they'll preach doctrine. <laughs> I know they'll preach the word of God and they won't stray. Um, but, uh, you know, anyways, if those don't, if those aren't good or whatever, um, yeah, reach out to Get a Life Media and they can get you set up with the home church, which would be kind of cool. But uh, anyway, those are some, those are kind of cool. But uh, anyway, um, with that, guys, I'm going to get off of here really am really gonna do it this time no no second third nope 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 no squirrel nope we're really getting off tonight <laughs> um so with that guys i really am so uh get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and bear not the lord jesus oh maranatha thank you guys so much for listening may god bless each and every one of you as we await the oh my gosh as we await the appearing of our great god and savior the lord jesus christ thank you